0: Welcome, sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics interviews with local area genre devotees and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction our forecasters of fantasy and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well this is the galactic driftwood podcast
1: hello drifters um can i call them that (laughs) Well, anyway, whoa! What?
2: It's been like we've just pointed out we've been at this now for four to five years. Are we just going to give our audience a nickname now? Yeah, they had
1: four to five years to come up with one. I think it's it's a good one. (laughs)
2: Yeah. So, hello, drifters.
1: Uh, I'm Bill.
0: I'm Linda.
3: I'm Charles. I'm
1: Seth. I'm Jenna. And I'm Chris. And today, we're going to be talking about something that really has uh, both, uh, well, maybe not both, but really has Chris's dander up, um, and and that is uh, She-Hulk, and uh, the way, way it ended. And it sounds like uh, we might have a battle royal here between Seth and Chris on She-Hulk, but uh, we, we all have seen it. Um, Linda and I are only four episodes in, but I will say that uh, it's gotten better from the first episode. The first episode, we were like, "Eh." and then everybody said, no, give it a chance, give it a chance. So we did, and uh, so far, uh, we're liking it. So um, I guess, Chris, since you've got the the real beef here, do you want to kind of kick off? I won't. I won't. Jump
4: into the beef just okay. quite yet, but I, I will say you know, touching back on what you said, it started off a little uninteresting, um, and then got better uh, as the series went on. Yeah. So it, it does seem to start a little bit slow, and then they try and get you engaged, and you start mm-hmm. to learn a little bit more about um, the main character, and as uh, uh, what's your name, Miss Walters, um goes about figuring out, you know, who she is uh, and being, you know, herself and the Hulk. And, and does she want to separate those lives or keep them together? Um, you know, even, it goes to the extent where there's even, uh, you know, a court case over what is her true identity, you know, as, as She-Hulk. Is she She-Hulk or is that someone else's brand that can be trademarked or whatever? Um, so the, the story kind of evolves from that aspect um, and I felt like, you know, by the time we get to the ending, they they just kind of throw it all away and give Jen kind of her own creative ability to end the show in her way. Mm. Uh, but I wasn't a fan of how it was done or how abruptly it kind of went that direction given kind of where they built everything out to. Uh, it just seemed like let's throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks by the time we get to the last episode. All that being said, it was a fun show yeah. uh, up until that last you know, half of the the final episode that they did. Um, the series itself, the way it was kind of built out, I felt could have been drawn out quite a bit. Uh, probably my favorite part favorite part out of the series was um, a uh, reintroduction to uh, oh my god, I just blanked on uh, Daredevil.
2: Oh right, yeah.
4: And and that that's really what took an interesting uh, turn was not expected. Um, but, uh, if you're not aware, uh, daredevil is, you know, um, looking to go through a reboot of sorts. Um, and it's going to have the same main character, which is going to be awesome. I think he did a wonderful job playing daredevil. Um, maybe it'll be less violent, which I'm not sure if I'm okay with, but, um, you know, suffice it to say, uh, you know. Jen Walters and uh, uh, Daredevil. Uh, spoiler alert, by the way, um, for those of you listening or watching. Uh, you know, ultimately hook up, and we get to see Daredevil do a walk of shame, um, which was uh, probably the best part of the entire uh, season. Uh, was the scenes that they had in there for that. So uh, was um, kind of,
2: that was very funny.
4: Yes, it was very funny. So, you know, I, I wanna give credit where credit's due for where the series did things right and well. Um, and kind of pulling pulling Daredevil in and finding a humorous way to uh, add on to uh, uh, She Hulk's ever growing, you know, relationships and how, how she's finding out who she is and 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 how she deals with everything going forward. So that was pretty interesting. Now when we get to the last episode, uh man, where to start?
2: See, <laughs> I I um, I don't know how much we want to talk about it, of the specifics of the last
0: episode. Yeah, I, I think, think sure sort of, point. I think it you kind of have to or else we're yeah. going to be so generic that, you know. Right. That, up is, up that or, is true,
2: that but is cool. we're also it, that is a major spoiler for Bill and Linda. Mm-hmm. That's okay.
0: okay. Let
3: me let me throw throw a couple things in first that I uh which is how I handled the last episode in a way, but um about the second episode into She Hulk. I really well, I was reminded because she has she, she really wants a corner office and there's some stuff there that I'm not relating to because I've been in the corporate world too long
0: wait like, wait wait really.
1: wait wait wait! did she want a corner office or they just gave her that corner office? well
3: she wanted one at one point i think she wants an office yeah and it was certainly uh, certainly uh, sweet she does you know, here's where i'm getting right? to go before um it reminded me it reminded me of uh, virginia wolf's a room of one's own and one of one of this is this kind of loosely, sleep but you know that and that on uh, for this show, as a I I think the men have to take a step back, kind of, and just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> that there's going to be a different style, a different and the rest of the Marvel. It indicated to me there's going to be a different, different take on um, things, yeah, Damn, which was which is what the point of which is your wolf's essay. Uh, I think it's an essay, Ruin One's Own. Um, One one of the conclusions was if people have different experiences or writing something, they're going to write differently. So don't be comparing it exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I was kind of coming at the last episode from that perspective.
3: I think it helps because there is stuff you're you're expecting it to be like the other Marvel shows.
2: Oh. And none of it is. <laughs> well, this is very different from any of the other Marvel shows. Uh, this is just straight up a comedy. Yes. Well, like,
3: one was- of the things I found, well, it, it, what I found kind of neat about this is um, I watched some of these episodes with the with the kids. And it seemed like the episodes, you know, they have stuff about bullying. And it seemed like each one had a pretty good conversation <clears throat> point. Which was directed like at a thirteen-year-old, but uh, so I found kind of like a helpful series actually that way. But yeah, have you watched it yet, Jenna?
0: Yeah, I've watched all of it, and so I'm kind of the middle ground because at first I was kind of mad at the last episode too. I was like, you know, we don't have many super heroine like Mm -hmm. show focused movies or shows, right? Um, and I wanted her to have the badass action last scene. Like, I didn't like where it was going, like, <laughs> before she completely took us out of the scene. And, like, this is kind of a bullshit thing. You're throwing everything out there, of all the villains and stuff, and it's it's too much for the end. So her changing it to her own, um, it made it better anyway, because it just would have been a stupid ending had they kept yeah. going. Um,
2: And that was kind of the standard Marvel ending, where they throw everything at the screen and we're just like, oh, yeah, oh, I can't believe they showed
0: up. No, I mean, that's the endgame ending. I mean, to me,
2: a lot of the other Marvel endings as well.
0: Yeah, I get that. But at the (laughs) same time, because we don't have so many female centric movies and, and series like to have her have that moment, that big action, badass moment, would have been pretty cool. But yeah. that's not what the series was about because we do have that with, you know, Miss Marvel. We have that with um, the Scarlet, not Scarlet, um, uh, WandaVision, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, the Black Widow. So we've had those to satisfy that we need it. And this series was really became more of a comedy commentary on the audience's reaction, whether male or female or everything in between to a female-led series. So I get where they were coming from, and I could appreciate it from that point of view, that talk back. but I can definitely see how for a lot of people it might have been too big of a piece to swallow.
2: All right. Uh, can I like actually say what happened at the end? And Thank, then- Thank you. You. Give uh, give you my opinion on what was being said there, partially. Yeah, the- let's do it. <laughs> All right. So in the in the last episode, uh, Jen ha- uh, because of the manipulations of this online group called Intelligentsia, basically uh, basically incel trolls uh, <clears throat> who aren't happy that there is a She Hulk and she has power and. Basically, they don't. Uh, She
0: stole it. She stole it. She didn't deserve it.
2: Yeah, Yeah. she didn't deserve it. So just a group of uh, whiny men who've been uh, kind of in the background this whole time, uh, partially manipulating Jen, partially stalking her online and posting fake stories. Uh, But because of their manipulation, they lost control. And uh, then... The court said she could no longer be a uh, She-Hulk. Mm. And they had also stolen her blood, which was an, a whole other thing. But uh, we get to the end fight where she find, where she walks in on them and discovers them. And, uh, it, yeah, she knew one of the guys. And then Emil Blonsky's there, the abomination who didn't know kind of what was going on but he's ready to fight and then uh, let's see the Hulk just appears out of nowhere titania busts in through the wall for and <laughs> those none of those guys had any reason to be there and uh, Jen just goes wait 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 oh wait before all that and then the leader the Hulk King, Takes her like treated blood and injects himself and becomes yes. the Hulk himself.
3: What? Looking-
2: a-, a Hulk it doesn't become the Hulk; it becomes yeah, A-Hulk. becomes a Hulk, lo- looking like a m- really nerdy, po- yeah. but super jacked got, version of himself. Yeah, it,
4: it definitely started going into a very weird uh, direction where everybody was starting to show up, and it was like, okay, we all know this is the final episode. Where is this going?
2: Yeah, oh and, and then Jen goes, wait, wait, stop, halt, no, and it, she's just like, cut everything, and it goes back to basically the Disney Plus screen. Yeah,
4: that was the screen, the screenshot. If you could pull that up again, she she literally so Marvel took that fourth wall concept, right, breaking oh the God. you know breaking that fourth wall, and they went even a step further in in, in how you do it. it, which I found was entertaining. At, at first, I was like, "What in the crap is going on?" Um, and and it kind of just starts to to derail everything from there. Uh, and, I, and I'll let you continue, but I, I I did grab that screenshot to show what was going on. But on your screen, it looks like you're at the Disney main menu. Oh, uh, that scrolling way. through the Marvel. Yeah, it looks
2: like you're on the in, Disney main menu with the She-Hulk, yep, She-Hulk yep, thing yeah, looks there, like She Hulk. there, and she gets out of a little pain and is like looking around.
4: Yeah, like so she. To- she literally crawls through the screen like uh, oh, that's that screen. Um, something like out of the wow. ring. Yep, yep, yeah.
2: That
3: that so you're, you're actually watching that. you
2: are like looking around for what she's gonna do, and yep. eventually she sees down there assembled where where the, it's <laughs> a show about talking with the writers and the directors, and she hops out of her frame and breaks into yep. that one. Oh God. Huh and goes to talk to the writers about what's going on, and they're all like, oh, no, no, this is this scene is from the Kevin. The Kevin insisted. And no, not
0: the Kevin, because that would have given up too much. It's from right, from right.
2: Kevin, yes. They just said Kevin. Ke- and they're all very worshipful, and she's like, okay, you're a little creepy, and then goes out to find uh, oh. Kevin Feige.
4: And, and to see to, to expand on creepy, it was more like it, it was, it was kind of scary because one of them's like, I'd have to kill you, like that's yeah. how. Yeah, nobody talks to Kevin. I'd have to kill you, like you. You don't go just talk to.
2: Kevin. I would die. I would die for Kevin.
4: Yes. Huh. <laughs> uh,
2: so she leaves the writers' room to go looking for Kevin Feige and gets in, gets approved to meet him. And when she approved, in,
4: Seth approved. Did uh, yeah, she
2: beat uh, up some? Beat up the security guards on the way yeah, there. <laughs> But she gets in there, and she finds this amazing room that uh, it's like wall-to-wall monitors with the Marvel stuff playing continuously, and a robot comes out of the ceiling, and she's like, Kevin, and he's like, yes, I-M-K-E-V-I-N.
4: Oh, (laughs)
2: <laughs> did you did you really think that all of this could be contained by one human mind oh no <laughs> okay and so they have a they have a conversation there with and she basically explains to him that this ending doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> uh, what about my story <laughs> cuz yeah. none of what's happening now is wrapping up the story with me and why would you? Why give him the powers? Like what? You're <sighs> you're literally just giving the whiny fanboy the thing he wanted. He doesn't get to do that, okay? Okay. And so she just dictates how the ending is going to go,
4: which Kevin uh, agrees
2: with, and, including <laughs> that. And you know what? I think Daredevil should be there
0: because <laughs> <laughs> a woman has needs. That's what she. Yes, it's
2: like, it's like <laughs> I got Needs. And then, and then she. There's a meme that a lot of people or uh, has been kind of going around, and she's like, "Yeah, I can do this. I can smash fourth walls and Matt Murdock." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I
0: thought it was, was clever. clever. It, was it was clever. clever. Hmm. So, um, but
1: changing your your feeling on it, Chris. Then
4: it's not because oh. it. it, it <laughs> <laughs> here's here's the thing. There there was there's truth to what Seth's saying. And, and what they were doing and, and it being a comedy. Um, but it was basically like, they were flirting with this idea and, 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 and breaking the, cause it's not the first time they kind of break the fourth wall. They, they do it kind of, they, they, the series starts out that way, basically, um, but when you get to the last episode it goes a little bit above and beyond that um, at a very, makes it very anticlimactic, right? And yeah. uh, it, was, it was so abrupt, and there was no really workup to it. And, and maybe that's just a, that could be a way of doing it, I guess. Um, and, and for me, it was just like, okay, and then they end it. And there was there's really no battle there. There was really nothing worth watching, in my opinion. It was like, okay, we're, we're, we're getting this mystery kind of starts to unravel here. We're figuring out who the, you know, the master behind, you know, who's doing all these evil doings. And then it's like, okay, now everyone's in handcuffs and and we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, it jumps
0: everyone in handcuffs and everything's wrong. And she never, as much as, like,
4: we like to see the big battles and stuff that Marvel's known for, um, you know, Jen Walters doesn't really get any of that. We get to see her, her last big, you know, show of force was was her scaring the shit out of everybody being like the psycho Hulk that's Mm -hmm. super pissed off. And then it's just nothing you know nothing really more and and that's just you know again i I could see where they just kind of derail it and it was kind of it was the easiest excuse to have maybe some lazy writing in my opinion they inserted some more clever jokes but then they really didn't write an ending to it they were just like and every you know you go off into the sunset and the bad guys go to jail and that was that.
2: because i think that was the message
4: yeah, but I I do, but I I've and always, I don't agree with the message. It's a thing, and, and that that message
2: no, is very off putting. completely agree with the message because the here's what I, th- I think. I think the message is lazy
3: writing. I think I, I can't think of a time where I've enjoyed it where they break through the fourth wall. There's never been a movie or show where they've done that. That to me has been not even
0: Deadpool.
4: Me. Not even what. Blazing Saddles was Blazing Saddles was an excuse that was was no. A- I thought a- I hated him. Blazing and Saddles also, <laughs> and that's it, that no, scene. it wasn't
3: a pie fight. I didn't want to see a pie fight.
4: I was, I, when I was a kid. I was, into,
3: I was into the cowboy hero, so I was. I, I didn't. I thought. I. I remember being pissed about Blazing Saddles for a long time. The ending. Oh.
4: oh. Right. And I, I, I think that's fair. It, it, to that point, it's not to say that, that it's that it's wrong. It's it's something that isn't always take received well from a lot of people.
3: But you also and you so we, out, we have uh, that
4: here. For for and, and to me it just it just helps solidify that for a long time now I've been unhappy with Marvel's writing and the direction and where they're going. And this is just in and in, in addition, it's piling on top of it to just more and more lazy writing. In, in favor of just kind of comedy. And to me, it's just shit. And it's getting really annoying to the extent where like, I don't know that I really want to watch any more Marvel because they're getting lazier and lazier and in, in favor of an excuse of comedy. And yeah, they have really good quips. There's there the wit in the writing is is there. But but the storyline is not. They're like, ah, fuck the plot. We're just gonna do what we want and we're gonna wrap this up in 10 minutes and break the fourth wall and use that to me as an excuse to just kind of end it and wrap it up and we can we can throw whatever we want on top of it saying you know jen deserves to have control of her own ending and all that kind of stuff but i also feel like well we could have also just extended this a few episodes and and had a better story have so a resolution. That,
0: uh charles i think brings up a good point yeah ha- i almost have to wonder if there was an ode to blazing saddles in a way in the ending
2: because so. blazing
0: saddles the shock was a black sheriff Cowboy Chef, yeah. which had was, never been done on yeah. film before, and in a way, they were kind of doing this commentary of a female, of a female superhero, oh. which has been done before, but it's always met with some.
2: It had to have been on their minds. It I mean, so... it was also done in the comics, these were based on.
0: Yes, yes. So the other thought, then, I mean, so I think there is a relationship there, and I thought those clever Charles that you pointed that out. But do you think, Chris, that the slippery slope down comedy started because Joss Whedon, love him or hate him, whatever, like all that controversy around. He was a very good writer who could balance the comedy with the serious and his movies, you know, made the other writers feel like they had to put more comedy in it to to keep that same level. And maybe they've gone too far. Um,
2: Go ahead, Seth. Uh, she asked you, so you should get to go first. I,
0: I, no, everyone. I mean, just thoughts, Chris. Seth. I mean, because you both are familiar with Joss Whedon's work, like I am. Um, so I, I would, my immediate response
2: to that is you're probably right, Jenna, in in that, uh, well, I mean, consider what happened with uh, some of the data points they've got. Thor The Dark World did much better than, uh, or no, Thor uh, Ragnarok did way better mm-hmm. than Thor Dark World. And that was in a large part because of Taika Waititi's kind of goofy influence on that uh, franchise. Uh, Joss yeah, Whedon I mean, Avengers was a huge success partially because of Joss Whedon. But I don't know if this really it, it belongs in that particular discussion because this is a sitcom. This isn't a Marvel action movie where the quips are thrown in for a comedic release. And I think that transition comedy.
4: Yeah, and I think that transition, and I think we've talked about this briefly before, um, where you know, Marvel is branching out to different segments and, and now with you know the multiverse, there's even more um, ability for them to do more around that area. Ragnarok is really where it started to feel awkward to me and different. And and I didn't really like the vibe, and and I got where they were going with the humor, but it didn't feel, to your point, like Thor: Dark World. Thor: Thor Ragnarok was almost a completely different animal, um, at at its core, in terms of how you kind of felt through the thing. It was it was never really serious, and, and and we've talked about this before, like why I prefer you know DC versus Marvel because of the the tone of the stories that are being written, and I feel like when you, when you when you've got something like like this, like, okay, this this is this is fun and all, but it's not, you know, you 100% wouldn't see this in one of the earlier Marvel films uh, because, to your point, Seth, it's not a sitcom. You know, they weren't sitcoms, but now that they're branching into that, it's kind of a weird blur line for a different audience, perhaps. You know, and, and because of that, you know, I don't know that I want to watch the future Daredevil if that's the route they want to go. I don't know if I want to watch... The, you know, anything that's not part of the main arc. And I don't know how you differentiate that.
2: See, you know, they, going forward. Marvel is big, like their success has kind of allowed them to have a sandbox that they can do whatever the hell they want in. And that, re- to me, that feels very comic books. Cause mm-hmm. like you'd see, you see stuff like what happened in this show happen in the. The more, the kind of the self-aware Marvel comics. They've got storylines like this. And it it didn't read as out of place in a comics universe. Because Marvel's comic universe and even DC's comic universe is filled with these weird things that I enjoy. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy kind of came out of that weird Mm -hmm. Marvel back catalog. And they'll do things like this,
4: and 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 that's fine. And it's just like for me, I don't, I don't connect with it as much because I prefer a better story over some of the goofiness that they can do. And you know, they're well within their right to do whatever they want in their creative universe. And I think they did, they have done a wonderful job up to this point, building it out to an extent where they have so much flexibility. It's just when it comes to She-Hulk in particular. I felt like it was used to, as a shortcut to create a short series with a shitty ending, um whether it was funny or not, it was just a short series with a shitty ending and i can't I can't get over it because that, because it was so abrupt and it was like, okay we're going to spend six, seven hours building this thing out, and in fifteen minutes we're going to tear it all to the ground and just throw this out there on and the other hand it does
3: it does make you it forces you. The fact that it's not a satisfying ending, um, at least for me, I know it, I, I, I spent a couple of days mm-hmm. going, why was, what's wrong with this versus the others, you know, and and part of it's just, you, d- you didn't get to see the resolution, but you are comparing different possibilities in your mind for a while after watching this. It's kind of, so in, in, in that respect, it was neat.
0: But I think
3: not what I that's not usually what I'm on board for though.
2: So I think that I personally think that the ending was really, really good. Because like all right, so you need to like listen to kind of some of the things that the the douchebags and the and the intelligentsia like all when you like listen to the guys talking at the end when they're when these the internet assholes yeah. all meet up. You listen to them talk. And it sounds exactly like the internet discourse that was going on when uh, when uh, Captain Marvel was coming out. Yeah. Uh, it sounds exactly like the discourse around Star Wars, the new Star Wars trilogy, uh, specifically the character of Ray or, oh man, what, w- what was her name from the second movie? The- she just fully,
4: quit yeah, and it, yeah, I know you're, uh, but
2: yeah. it sounded just like that. Mm-hmm. What the ending was was the writer's direct response to those people, and their response was, "You don't get what you want. We don't care about you." <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, specifically those
2: toxic fans. <laughs> like there's, it was. I think a direct message to them, like look right in the eyes. This is that
3: that was a big part of this series was her having to deal with toxic people, toxic people.
2: Shit her boss at work who insisted that she show up as she hulk rather than and didn't give her any worth when she wasn't she-hulk.
0: Go ahead. That
2: was a major theme throughout the series. Yeah.
0: I get what you're saying, Seth, and I get what Chris is saying. And I think the challenge is all of these things you want to see done and said in a piece of artwork in a series. I mean, like, there was a message that needed to be sent, which is great. But I also get Chris's perspective where the Marvel Universe has been, had set a tone that, you know, across so many movies that said, you know, that is almost legendary that you could. Do that with so many different movies and directors that set a tone and created a universe, but now that universe feels like it's fraying. Like She-Hulk does not feel like it's the same. In a way, the universe and and you get what I'm saying. It doesn't I feel. It, like I don't think it has to be the same. Everything else. Well, and I think some people who like a consistency in the tone of their movies of a storyline, if it's all supposed to be in the same universe, see, Linda gets it. on time when you start adding like if it was if it's going to be break the fourth wall they should all break the fourth wall i mean that's the kind of thing i think some people like they want a consistency if you're going to keep the same characters and and explore universe they they want the same consistency like tone
1: but do you think that they're trying to create these these different um Types of shows in order to increase the mark the audience yeah. because there are some people that aren't going to be interested in the action the action the Marvel action stuff, but they might be drawn into a comedy show about superheroes because they they don't take superheroes seriously anyway. So and, okay, yeah, I'll watch a comedy. Yeah, about.
4: and I can I can bite on that, and, and, but I would add, um, you know, I I almost view it this way. Um, if the directors or the writers wanted to uh, have an example, how I view it is, you know, they took an opportunity to to to, to take the pedestal, if you will, and sacrifice She hold to get a message across. And I say sacrifice because I, I feel like the ending did her a disservice. I, like I I don't know that I'd ever change that, even if the even having an understanding of what ultimately their message was, they chose to sacrifice She-Hulk in any, you know, possibility, uh, potentially of, you know, what people can expect of that that series going forward or getting additional seasons or anything like that, just to make a point. And I don't think that was fair to um, the, the actress and what they could do with, with She-Hulk because. Now you have, well, what message are they going to try and put out there next? And they're well within their rights to do that. I'm not saying it was wrong, but I also think there was a, you know, and I don't have an answer. What is the better way to, to write that kind of ending or get that message across? Um, it, it was just kind of jarring in the way that it was presented um, to take you out of, um, and that's the intention. Let me get a message across here and, and tell you what Jen has had to put up with and, and, you know, she deserves better or whatever but i don't think they gave her better i don't <laughs> think they gave her what she deserved so and and then they kind of just ended it and it was like okay she's gonna get her guy and you know she deserves uh you know murdoch and and whatnot and then they kind of just wrapped it up and i felt like you know more could have been done um to 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 present more of not not a story but more could have been done and i felt like hey this is the message we want to do. We're going to put She-Hulk up there. I, She's our sacrificial lamb for our message, and just light that on fire and call it good.
3: I you sort know, of wonder,
4: take it or leave it.
3: I've wondered if they didn't shoot, <laughs> what? Because you know, and uh, there's a few stories and books out there where the 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 hero talks their way out of a situation at the end, right? Yeah, and. The vast majority of those, <clears throat> I don't believe the speech. You know, they'll give a yeah. speech. And I don't, and you know. And this reminded me of it's uh,
2: empty.
3: This reminded me of Howard Rourke's speech in in The Fountainhead. It's what would it would it have been like where she talks a bunch of assholes into giving themselves up? And I don't know how you would pull that off. And part of me thinks that they probably tried it and went, uh oh. <laughs> this doesn't, this doesn't fly because I've never seen it done in real life either. You know, uh, I've, uh, the, the convincing the bully that they're being a bully.
0: I can say I don't, I don't
3: think that's the next option.
0: I think the ins- I don't think she talked any of them down. I-, I think the insinuation is somebody just called the cops and the cops call- showed up and they got his evidence that he's being aggressive or whatever or you know
4: Where's, Jen. Yeah. Where's Jen's actual hero moment here? What did she do of anything other than just saying well, no, rewrite the story the and, and end this? You know, all all it was was effectively by the time we get to the end of the series is, Jen took a lot of shit and she didn't deserve it, but that was it. Like, she never got her her hero moment. She never got her comeback speech. She never got, you know, her, her comeback speech was to uh, an effing robot over how to kind of maybe change the ending and, and bring Matt Murdock over because I need that and, you know, that's it. And it was like, okay, so, you know, where's her power given here? Not, not where, just in terms of strength, but where, where yeah. was her hero moment? She didn't get
2: one. But she's a lawyer. Like that's been the point of the whole show. She's not a superhero. She's a lawyer.
3: She and, wants to do the but, talking. That—that's what we still missed out on. That.
2: And she lawyered her way into the ending she wanted. which like, that's I mean, what, yeah, she is. She is a lawyer, but she's
4: also the the She-Hulk. That was also kind of the challenge of the whole uh, series is her balancing that between the two. And I guess is. to that point, Jen wins out at the end with, as a
2: lawyer. There, there was only one episode where she was considering, like, doing superhero stuff, and it was because, like, that was part of the Matt Murdock thing, where he was explaining his deal, and she went with it just once. Like, the whole point was she was supposed... To, she's a lawyer, and she's trying to maintain that aspect of herself, uh, and not fall into the marvel trap of that dominating her life the way it does. her it, brother it, it,
0: it, and i could see that but then it could be uh, argued somebody else had to give her her ending she didn't she didn't physically make it happen herself per se she had to go talk to kevin and kevin came in on her behalf and changed everything so some i mean she had to rely on she the though. power but at
3: least kevin was a robot
1: I love that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all aren't making me want to watch the end. So,
3: I'm I, I watch, it. Well, it.
0: watch it. Let us
1: know. Watch yeah, it. Let yeah. us know. You want to watch it now just to see the I, weirdness?
0: Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's
3: it's, it's worth the frustrations. Worth something. Oh,
2: great!
3: <laughs> I wasn't
2: frustrated. I just I liked the ending. It was funny. No, it I mean,
4: won. I felt like I felt like you know the ending there. And and then I'll I'll quit after this. And, and I know I know we're coming up on time here. The the ending for me really really drove home some really good jokes, but at the expense of maybe driving uh, a point um, that maybe wasn't you know I won't call it obvious, but again the the fact that it was detracting means that somewhere along the line you didn't do a good job transitioning from from one part of it to another and again I, I think Jenna said it maybe best earlier a lack of satisfaction uh when you get to the end and and that's really what what irks me is is I would have if they went that direction I wanted more um or the direction that they did go into I would have wished for more for Jen um and we didn't get that and if they you know they obviously didn't go the other direction of just this final all-out battle <coughs> Um, so I wasn't satisfied with the ending. Is it worth a watch? Yes. Because I think, you know, I'd li- I'd be curious, you know, Bill and Linda, uh, you know, what your thoughts are when you get through it. But, you know, for our commenters and watchers as well, you know, it'd be nice to know what, what you thought, uh, when you got to the ending and how you felt. Right. right? Cause it's going to be a mix. Seth liked yeah. it. I didn't. And I think, I think that's going to be pretty broad out there in terms of, of what people thought about it. Well, some of us, I I didn't like it, but I kind of
3: like endings I don't like, so.
2: (laughs) So, here's here's how I look at it. Like, the the point I feel like they wanted to make was not giving the Hulk King what he wanted. Which was basically them, like, going, okay, uh, you internet losers, you're not going to get what you want. But then you take that away, and there's no reason for a fight at the end. Like, logically, he just gets arrested for being a creepy weirdo. Like,
0: who stole her information and pictures of her without her permission.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, like, sure, they could have let him, like, given him the whole Hulk serum. But that's, once again, that's giving him, it, still giving the bad guy exactly what he wanted. Through all this bad acting that he did, it's rewarding mm. right. the bad guy for his behavior. Still, yeah. like, and I feel like the message of like, you know what? No, yeah, uh, we we just aren't like taking what you want into account. Like the bad guy does, you the ba- you are the bad guy. This specific part of the audience. And you're not getting what you any of what you wanted. Anything, we're just stupid. And then, like you take that out, and then Bruce and Satania or Bruce showing up out of nowhere, and the whole like fight scene that was developing. Like you take that out, and it is just a you call the police and arrest the chode. Like it, it me, was her.
3: Intense. It was like well, I guess she did. She did uh, from a lawyer perspective. She did file an appeal and get it approved. I think's the way you can look at. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I right. think
0: people are going to see what it they does. see, and, um, and yeah, we'll, and, we'll just have to like see what Linda and think, and yeah, let our audience, you know, it, comment below what they thought of the episode.
2: Sounds it's good. It's a different beast than your than the normal Marvel movie show, but they have been going a little weird with those. Yeah. But, well, so it,
1: for the audience that hasn't even started it yet. Do you recommend they watch the series based on the way it ended? Yeah. And push through the first
4: couple of episodes. It's going to be, it's different. It's no different than, you know, think of uh, WandaVision and and how that started. Um, And by the time you get to the end, um, you either like it or you didn't, but it was important that you got to the end because it did build up into something. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it doesn't feel the same way that that She-Hulk, and yeah, it doesn't feel the same way that She-Hulk ended, but uh uh, but definitely, you know, get through the first couple. You will like it. It is fun. Uh, there's plenty of great jokes in there. Like I said, my favorite part was uh, bringing in uh, Matt Murdock, uh, Daredevil, into the series was was the highlight for me. Uh, and his yellow costume, yeah, and his yellow costume. You know, he's got a new a new look, um, but he's just Poor as witty, just nerds, just as Linda. good. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely, you know, my recommendation is to check it out for sure. Uh, I did not like the ending. But I tell you what, until that last 10, 15 minutes, it was fine. It was a good ride. Linda yeah, it was it, a good ride.
2: Yeah. Linda, if you think this is bad, maybe uh, for the next record, Chris and I just talk about anime for an hour.
4: <laughs> I'm down for that.
2: <laughs> I think Linda's uh, out for
1: that. <laughs> Alright, sounds good. Well, thanks everybody for the input. Uh, a lot of good discussion there and I'm looking forward to seeing the ending if it's as uh, bizarre as you guys uh, have said it is. So, we'll uh, we'll let you know what we think when we get there. So, anyway, thanks everybody for watching. Uh, have a good week and we will see you next week. We'll have some uh, discussion next time on the recent Anime Nebraskan and uh, probably some discussion about maybe Andor and a few other shows that are out. So, uh, we will catch you next time. Take care. Bye bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, And be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.